1: That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW report prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus.
0: From the home of the Bet Bites podcast, this is Bet Bites
2: Golf with Dave Tyndall.
0: And James Butler. Hello everybody, welcome along. It's another edition of the Golf Betting Podcast and we're going all tropical, all jungle today as we head to South Africa and joining me on the flight out there is
2: Dave Tindall. Dave, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. I'm not quite on the flight out there but I'm mentally in South Africa, has that helps.
0: Well, you, you delayed today's recording very rudely, obviously, and I spent that uh, ex- extra time looking at videos of Leopard Creek Country Club in South Africa at the edge of the Kruger National Park. It's got Crocodile River running alongside one of the par fives. There's a leopard that's known to actually stray onto the course at times. Hippos, elephants, zebras, all kinds of different wildlife, obviously, in the, uh, the, the Kruger National Park. A golf course that you don't want to kind of stray too left on at times, isn't it? You don't retrieve your ball if you hit it too far wide?
2: No, you don't want to be uh, done by a... Well, maybe this uh, betting on that which animal will eat you first. (laughs) Um, I'm going for the leopard. It's fast.
0: I think the leopard would do me. I've got a bad back at the moment. I'm not very mobile. A leopard is more than capable of chasing me down. It's it's an incredible course, isn't it? Just watching some of the videos there. The scenery is rather magnificent.
2: Absolutely. And if you listen to some of the players, that almost seems to be the reason why they've travelled out there, some of the Europeans, because it's just a spectacular week. And um, if you watch the TV coverage you'll get Tony Johnston sort of doing his Johnny Morris that's one for the younger listeners uh, routine talking about all the animals and everything so yeah it's, it's a bit more than just a golf tournament week. it's a bit of an education
0: Yeah well, I was tempted to sing The Lion Sleeps Tonight or something but I think i will spare the listeners that, that joy obviously there is a golf tournament there the reason we're here is to talk about that golf tournament Brandon Stone twelve to one to win the uh, Alfred Dunhill Championship. Robert McIntyre is fourteen to one. Christian Bezuidenhout is sixteen to one. Wilco Nina Bear is twenty two to one. George Kutsia is twenty eight. So is Sean Norris and also Eddie Pepperell. The rest are thirty three to one or bigger. We record this obviously as we always say late on a Wednesday it gives you time to digest some of the added information that we get later on in the week before this tournament starts. has that taken as this time around, Dave Tyndall?
2: Yeah, so sometimes it can be the price that changes, and you think, "Oh, right, I'm suddenly interested now." And I was already looking at Eddie Pepperall at twenty two to one. Well, William Hill have pushed him out to twenty eight to one. And I can't quite see why, because that absolutely brings him into focus for me. Because I was already looking quite closely at his chances. I think there was a feeling that maybe he's not played for a little while. So once he was in mind, I did a little bit of a search on his Twitter feed, and he said he, on the way to South Africa, it stopped off um, in Dubai to play a few rounds on some nice courses there. And then I said this is all coordinated. We've just had some quotes from him on the European Tour website, which. Um, Absolutely. Nails it. So just reading those, it says, England's Eddie Pepperell insists that the wildlife and natural beauty on offer in Malilani, where uh, the courses were helping to restore some normality, Pepperell said. This week is probably the first week all year where it feels for me like some normality has been restored. He's a very deep thinker, Eddie Pepperell. So the fact that he's thinking positively is, is all good. I love coming here, being able to see the animals and just enjoy that wildlife. This year of all years is particularly nice for the obvious reasons. It's part of the reason I came back as that often I can't stand the heat. I hate the heat, but it's just something you put up with for the rest of it. Well, I'm guessing he might have been speaking yesterday when it was about 105. But the good news for Eddie Pepperell is that, The weather is much more milder during tournament week. It drops to kind of high 80s, a bit lower than that. It doesn't get anywhere near the temperatures it's been in the build-up. So I think that's going to go in his favour. He's played the course before. If you look at some of his form in South Africa, it's not great, but this is the course that he does play quite well. So I think Eddie Pepper, after some really good form in recent weeks on the European Tour, before he took a little break, I think everything looks aligned. He likes the course. He loves the atmosphere the weather is good he's he's had a few practice rounds in Dubai I just think it all comes together at the prize I mean if he was fourteen, I would I wouldn't be interested but the mm. fact that he's now 28 I think that's definitely an each way bet.
0: his definition of normality or getting back to normality is different to mine because it's not often I roam down a 13th fairway and look to my left and see a leopard that's not very normal to me
2: now, you, you listen to Def Leopard, That's about as far as <laughs> you would go, maybe.
0: He's quite a character, isn't he, Eddie Pepperell? I can remember seeing you on Sky where they had to hit towards a par three with different clubs each time. And he was quite a joker that day.
2: Yeah, he's very funny. He's very kind of cerebral. He reads some of his comments. He, he's great value, Eddie Pepperell. And as I said, he does think a lot about the game. So I think for him, if he's feeling... Oh, maybe this applies to so many sports, but if he's feeling good mentally, I think that adds, you know, a, a fair chunk of percentage to his chances. So it was nice to get those quotes today because, as I said, I was looking at him closely because of the price move, and I think those quotes just back it up that he can have a really good week. I mean, he's one of the best, and on paper, he's one of the best players in the field in, in the twenty-eight to one. What you
0: just said there about if you're feeling good. That is almost kind of trebled this year, isn't it? In a, in a year of COVID where everything's so weird and strange and uh, and scary at times, if you go in with a positive attitude and you're feeling good about your game, then that counts for a lot, doesn't it?
2: Absolutely, yes. Especially, the, as you said, at the moment. So, yeah, Eddie all I think a few of them will just love this week for what it is. But on top of that, as well as taking in the wonderful scenery and kind of forgetting about the other troubles in the world, you've got to be able to play the game and um, enjoy the you know, actually perform well on this course. So I think he's got all the elements, Eddie Pepperell.
0: Well, Eddie Pepperell, as you say, he's 28-1 to 1 with William Hill. That's big enough price as, as it stands. But is there anybody else further down, maybe a slightly bigger, an outsider that strikes you fancy?
2: Well, I've got an absolutely ridiculous bet. Um, <laughs> go, on, go on then. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, really encouraging for the listeners, isn't it? Last week, I don't know if you saw, there was a guy, um, I think he slightly got his name wrong, Wilco Nianarba. Right, okay. I was
0: worried about him. So, yeah, I yeah, probably did get it wrong. There's lots
2: of one. Near neighbour, Nine Arbour. Anyway, Wilco to you. Finished second last week and he got a little tweet from the European Tour because he hit one drive, 439 yards, which was what? just astonishing. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's Bryson DeChambeau type of uh, hitting. Yeah. So, I, I just looked at the stats for last week. Just went to the driving distance column and expected him to be number one. And he wasn't number one, he was number two. So I thought, who on earth could have hit the ball further than he did? I scrolled down and it, it was a guy, I must admit I've never heard of him, called James Hart Dupree. Right. Yeah, me neither. I said his average drive was 399 yards. I mean, obviously, maybe the ball was running fast. So let's bank that bit of information. This guy hits it long. Um, another quote today was from Garrick Higgo, South African recently won on the European tour. He said, the course is playing a lot different to what it did last year. It's a lot softer and the rough feels a bit shorter to me. So that, you put that together, softer course and the rough a bit shorter, that means maybe a massive hitter, obviously, will get more carry. And if the rough's shorter, maybe he won't get in as much trouble. So I checked out this guy, James Hart Dupree. Well, there's a stat, he's six foot nine, so no wonder he crosses <laughs> the ball. So is he any good? Well, he's not great, but last week in the co-sanctioned European Tour event he came 23rd so he, he, he's not too bad he scored before that wasn't anything to write home about but we're looking at a guy here who missed the top 20 by a single shot so I thought maybe we can back him for another top 20 this week and there's some incredible prices around some books are 16 but you can get 33 to 1 on him to finish in the top 20 I just thought as a value bet I mean ideally I was looking for top 30 or top 40 but no one seems to be offering it maybe the listeners can do one of those request bet type of things, but we've got top twenty thirty three to one on this guy, and I just wonder, you know, he didn't have he's he's only basically got to repeat what he did last week. James Hart Dupree is the name. Hits it a mile before last week. Twenty third. I mean, he wasn't playing well at all. You can't pretend he was. But you scroll back to this time last year, and he was third in a, a local sunshine event, and followed that with a second. So to me. That was a little sign that maybe once he gets a bit of confidence he'll show it again the next week. So having taken twenty third alongside the big guns, well, the big guns are relatively for him in terms of some good South Africans and some decent European players, the fact that he came twenty third last week, something similar and he's thirty three to one to do it. So James Hart Dupree, six foot nine. Tied 23rd last week, 33 to 1 for a top 20.
0: Yeah, 750 to 1 he is to actually win the event. The the only thing against him is if some of the local wildlife, hungry wildlife, mistake him for a giraffe, <coughs> isn't it?
2: Well, he'd be the first you'd go for, wouldn't you? <laughs> There's a bit on it. <laughs> <isn't he? laughs> Yeah, it, it'd be the most difficult person to hide, wouldn't they? With his neck uh, <laughs> sticking out. So yeah, but uh, hopefully, if he doesn't get eaten, he could be a good bet.
0: Well, there you go. If he doesn't get eaten, it could be a very good bet to uh, finish in the top twenty at thirty-three to one. Eddie Pepperell, the other choice from Dave Tyndall this time around, he's twenty-eight to one to win the uh, Alfred Dunhill Championship at the very picturesque Leopard's Creek Country Club. Dave Tyndall, as always, thank you very much
2: yeah thanks James
0: and uh, however you bet whether you follow Dave or whether you go your own way make sure you gamble responsibly also have a listen out to the Bet Bites podcast issued on a Thursday morning that covers all of the sport for the forthcoming weekend but for now on the Golf Betting Podcast it's adieu it is uh, enjoy South Africa make sure you watch the pictures because it's a fantastic course to look at and we'll see you next time
2: this is a sports betting media production please gamble responsibly visit begambleaware.org for all the information Follow us
0: at BetBites on Twitter and don't forget we release a brand new multi-sport Bet podcast every Thursday. Sports
2: Social Podcast Network.
1: Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office.